subtle skills, big results. Welcome to the Ninja Selling Podcast. Welcome back to the Ninja Selling Podcast. Matt and Garrett are back with you again. We have a great episode for you today. Before we get started, though, we want to let everybody know who's listening. If you want to go check out where all the information that Matt and I talk about, go to ninjaselling.com. You can find all upcoming events. You can find all about the coaching program, where, again, Matt and I spend the majority of our time hanging out. And uh, if you also want to be part of a larger group of people that listen to the podcast and share ideas and grow together, please go check out our podcast community in the Facebook group, The Ninja Selling Podcast. Again, we got almost 12,000 people in there. We're growing quickly. Love seeing this group grow. Amazing people in there. Amazing topics and chats. And uh, look forward to seeing more in there. So uh, let's jump right in this, Matt. Good morning. How are you, sir? Yeah, Good morning, Garrett. I'm I'm feeling like a bag of wet concrete a little bit this morning. I think that's what we arrived at. <laughs> we had to do a little mindset adjustment for Matt when Matt got on the call. No, it wasn't a mindset. It's I'm a little sick. I'm a little congested, and I just wasn't feeling great. So I told Garrett, I was like, you know, I don't feel like I'm don't feel like garbage, but I feel like a tiny little wastebasket. You know, I'm not like that sick. I'm not like sick sick, but I'm just not feeling a hundred percent. And so you, you now you're like, oh, that's too negative. So we'd switch over to wet concrete. He's a wet bag of concrete. I am a sunrise. That's what we've decided I am today. <laughs> we, we've decided to pick your own adventure, how you want to you know, project yourself into this wonderful, glorious day that we have. And I am a sunrise. Matt is a wet bag of concrete. Yes. So yeah, other than congestion, Garrett, I'm, I'm doing great. Very grateful to be here with you. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> I will say, I will just want to highlight, there's some great pictures that people have posted in our Facebook group of where they are and the people who are in the mountains in particular, um, because I haven't been into the mountains and skiing in a long time. I love seeing it. Someone posted a video of them on the chairlift yeah. and I was like, oh gosh, I could be there right now. That would be so cool. So appreciate you guys sharing where you listen to the podcast. All the other places are great too, but that one did catch my attention. I had a moment that I thought I was doing a bike ride through Barcelona, and then I realized that's because somebody was listening. Now, they were on their Peloton going through the streets of Barcelona, but I was very excited to see that. That was awesome. We're international. <laughs> it's amazing. Because of Peloton. Well, Garrett, we we do have a fun topic uh, here today, which is a topic that comes up a lot in coaching and things, which is texting. Can I text? Does texting count towards my live 50 interviews each week? Is this texting ninja? And it's kind of like a, a, a bag of worms in a way, but you know, that's what we're going to talk about today. Texting versus calling. What should you be focused on? And where is the value in texting versus calling? I think that's, Matt, the interesting thing you said of where is the value with it. And that we got to kind of unpack that first because a lot of people go, but my text messages do make a connection and I do talk to people through text and they've got a count. And I think the big picture we need to start with is making the interactions that we want to make with people on the level that we know is going to make Ninja really come to life where you're going to like, at the end of the year, go, man, my business is so different than what it was before. This is where texting can kind of lead you a little off track if you decide to say, oh, I'm going to, I'm just going to do that because it feels better for me and it feels better for my clients. It's like, well, that's great, but you're, you're not going to get the end results that you want. You will connect with people. You will technically build some better relationships. But when it really comes to producing these crazy, amazing relationship results, 
we just don't want people to be misled that that's going to be the piece that's going to make that happen. Yeah. I think we need to kind of start there. Yeah, I agree. I think I think texting can be a, a fantastic tool. It kind of fills in the gaps, right? I mean, Garrett, I, I look at flow as this big, broad spectrum, right? And on one side of the spectrum, you have very, very high-touch, high-value, face-to-face conversations. And then just right next to that, you have the phone call, and you start to go all the way down to the other end of the spectrum, which is full-on auto flow, right? You know, postcards and, you know, the one-to-many communications, something that you could literally send to anybody. There's value across this entire spectrum of flow. And we we do want to make sure we're utilizing different parts of this spectrum. And, and text is on the spectrum, but it's not as high as phone calls or face-to-face. And, and so this kind of came up too. Somebody was saying like, yeah, if, if, this has actually come up many times. People have said this. I'm leaving voicemails. People aren't returning them. Maybe I should just text people. Or And a lot of people say, yeah, I text now before I call and all that stuff. And I think text message can be a great catalyst to a phone call. However, if you are counting your text messages as Ford conversations, we are missing an incredible opportunity because the people that I know that are killing it, Garrett, the people that are in our coaching program that are putting up high numbers, like they're on the phone yeah, a lot. You mentioned the spectrum and let's like, let's kind of have fun with this. Let's take this away from texting and whatnot for a second. I'm going to kind of lean into like lunches and if we can, by the way, this spectrum exists with every ninja system that there is. They, it exists with real estate reviews. It exists with handwritten notes, but we're going to use lunches for an example here for a second in the way that I coach it. So you can have a coffee. You can go to breakfast with somebody. You can go have a lunch with somebody. You can go out to dinner with somebody. You can have dinner at their house. You can have, bring them to your house and have dinner. These all count towards a technical lunch for your business. At the same time, though, a coffee is very, very, very safe. We've, we've all been on coffee dates. We've all taken somebody out. Let's just change this, Matt, for a second into the dating world. Okay, Let's take this out of real estate altogether. <laughs> We're in the dating world. And a coffee, if you wanted to date somebody and try to build a relationship with them, do you want to go grab a cup of coffee? Very, very, very safe. We can get up and leave at any time we want. We can easily look at our clock and be like, oh my gosh, look at the time. It got away from me. Like, I got to go. And you can jump in the car and you never have to go back to that date ever, ever, ever again. At the same time, you can assess, do I want to meet with this person going further? At which point we might have a lunch. Lunches are a little bit more of a commitment. There's a little bit more interaction. We have to wait till the bill comes. But at the same time, we're going to get a chance to ask more forward questions, get a chance to know this person a little bit better. What are their likes? What are their interests? What kind of drives them? Again, whether it's real estate or you're trying to date somebody, like this is your progression of building a strong relationship, but you need the time to ask forward questions. Now we go to dinner. If I was to go to somebody back in my dating world, and you say, hey, do you want to go grab dinner with me? This is where all of a sudden the relationship kicks up where people are starting to ask questions. Okay, where is this going? Just the, It's a date. It's a date. Just the, It's a date at that point, right? Just the two of us? Or like, are we bringing friends? Or like, what does this mean? Like, no, no, no. Just the two of us, we're going to go. Now, now we got a longer period sitting down. We have more forward questions where it's a more intimate setting, more engaged. How about dinner, Matt, at your house? You invited me into your house when I was there with my kids. I that took our relationship and it was like, yeah, here I am in your environment, getting to see your family, eat at your table. You did bring food in, but we're not gonna talk about that. You didn't make food for me, but <laughs> but we have this intimate now relationship. I got to introduce you to my kids and we got True. to have this great kind of connection. 
Uh, they got to meet your wife, like all of a sudden, like energy even more. I had somebody I was coaching years ago. She was so funny, older, older lady. And she says to me, she says, well, well, breakfast has to be the most, the highest level then. Right. And I said, why would you say that? She goes, well, they obviously spent the night. I'm like, okay, hold on a second. <laughs> I'm like, are we talking about real estate or are we talking about? It's like dinner and breakfast. Um, so the reason I'm saying that, Matt, is like all these things have these this spectrum that they're on. And when it comes to our communication style with people, we just need to understand, as you said, where text messaging is on the spectrum. Yeah. And there are way better ways. But sometimes because people had a couple bad experiences where somebody didn't call me back, so I'm just going this route, or I called all these people and nobody's picking up the phone, so I'm just going to do text messaging because my people like text messaging. Instead of just giving in to the easy route of, well, I'm just going to do coffees because it's hard to set dinner appointments at my house, Like, understand the value of the connection that you're having with this person. And instead of giving in to the easier way, understand the purpose of the easier way and try to engage on the more personal relationships. It will take your business to an upper level. Does that make sense? It does. And I think if we bring text messaging back into this, if you're looking at like, here's my touch points of how I'm going to follow up with people, I'm just going to send them texts every month or every quarter, right? And that's going to help me stay top of mind. And you know what? You're probably right. It will help you stay top of mind. However, you're not going to get a lot of information back the other direction. And the whole purpose of a phone call is so that we can learn about the other person. And so I, I always started thinking like, well, if we're switching to text message, who are we thinking about? Are we thinking about ourselves, or are we thinking about the other person? Now, I do think text messages can be great if you aren't getting feedback from people and you're like, hey, I do just want to drop a text. I saw that Garrett was... Um, he was racing his car over the weekend and I'm I'm curious how it went. I got a busy day, but I still want to have an interaction. You know, maybe I'll drop a text. Awesome. Great. That text message could lead to a phone conversation, which now we get to check the box and say, hey, had a live interview with Garrett this week. I just had it happen the this last last race we did. My cousin, who lives down in Corona, California, got a hold of me and said, I want to hear all about how you got into racing. I saw your post you did over the weekend, and I want to know, how did you find your car? How did you get into this? That was not a text message I was going to send back, by the way. like That is a pick up the phone, call Aaron, dude, how you doing? Haven't talked to you in a long time. What do you want to know? Yeah, And I think that th- there's this is the, the beauty of the text message, Matt, is it can spur great conversations if we approach it the right way. But we... Again, at the end of the day, if it's a pick, go if, if everybody right now picks somebody in their mind that they recently had a text message with, open up your phone and go back and look at how long ago that text message was. And actually, before you even find that text message, see if you can remember what you actually talked about with them. It's such a light conversation. We don't even remember. It was just a, a bantering back and forth a lot of time. But it, you don't remember the meat of it. I can hear people's voices that I recently talked to. I just had an, a great conversation with Peter Parneg yesterday, who's one of our ninja owners and instructors. And in that conversation, I can remember everything he said to me, the tone that he said it, the excitement that he had in his voice. That's different than if I had a text message with him. And that's the difference of the relationship. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, you, you don't get the tonality, which is a big part of, I mean, imagine reading this podcast. Like, no, you don't listen to it. Just read it. 
you know, we'll, we'll offer transcriptions and you can read the podcast, right? That's probably going to change your experience with this a little bit. A little, little parentheses, add excitement here. <laughs> right. Yeah. So we're like, voice goes up, voice goes down. It, it's like, and I think the other component here too, you know, and that's just general conversation, but a lot of people are saying, well, I, I, I use text message now to also say, Hey, is, is now a good time? I want to call. Like I personally don't like fronting a call with that because one, now you're yielding your own schedule again. Like you've set aside a time to call people and you're yielding to say, Hey, Garrett is now a good time to chat. I just wanted to call and see how you were. Like if I got a text message, I'd be like, well, depending on who it is, I'd be like, well, um, just wouldn't respond. Be like, no, nah, now's not a good time. If I text them back like in 30 minutes, they'll be gone and off to something else. So you're starting to yield your time. So you're saying like, if you have a scheduled hour of power in your calendar to start off everyone with like, hey, is now a good time to talk? You're yielding this time that you set up. That's what a lot of people suggest. And a lot of people are doing is saying, hey, hey I'm texting oh. to set up these phone calls like that. And I don't like that personally. I think it's I think it's a sure way to yield your time and end up with less Ford conversations than if you just called. And I would rather you leave a voicemail than, or call if they don't answer, then drop the text. Hey, it was me. I was calling because I had a question about X, because I, I do understand that not everybody listens to their voicemail anymore, particularly since there's, you know, the text translation, which goes down the, <laughs> what you were saying before we recording it. You leave a voicemail, it's translated to text. Then you have Siri read the text version of the voicemail, and then you respond back to Siri with a series is like, just pick up the phone. <laughs> <laughs> But fronting the calls with text, I'd say, is is hands off. Well, and again, if you have a scheduled time to make these calls, like you want to make the calls, just as you said. The next piece is, is like, well, what if nobody's returning my phone calls or they're, they're returning my voice messages or they're just not picking up at all? They never pick up. I would have a serious look at one. How have you built the relationship with this person? Are they looking at the phone when you call and go, oh, that's Matt. That's my realtor. If it's anything important, he'll leave a message. Um, I have no idea what he wants. I don't need, I, I'll, I'm going to continue with what I'm doing right now. Or have you built a relationship where they look at it and they go, hey, it's Matt. I love talking to Matt. Matt's such a good guy. Hey, should I pick it up? And they might. They might say it's, it's, it's important to me right now. And I hope they do. Or they might go, if he needs something, I'll get back to him. At which point, if he leaves a voice message and Matt says to me, I'm so curious to hear how Jocelyn and Celeste are doing right now. I've been thinking about them. How is Jocelyn doing now that she's home? Has she figured out a job yet? And then I'm curious how Celeste is doing off in college. That is going to be warrant of me picking up the phone and being like, dude, Matt, oh my gosh. Okay, how are you? And we can have that conversation. Sometimes when I ask somebody, can you please tell me the voice message that you left that you're so bent that nobody actually called you back over? And the minute they give me the voice message, I'm like, dude, I wouldn't call you back. <laughs> like, there's no reason to call back. It's this little fluffy message of like, just thinking about you. And hey, if you have time, but don't worry about it, you don't need to call me back. I was just calling just to say hi. Hope you're doing well. Hope to connect with you soon. Oh, yeah, I'm racing to pick up the phone to be like, yay, this is gonna be a fun conversation. Like, and I should add that a lot of text messages probably go out like that too. Like, hey, it's me. I was just thinking about you. Hope that you're having a great day. And if that's a regular thing that you do, it's part of a flow program that also has all these other things. Maybe that's okay. But if you're doing that in hopes that they're going to call you off of that, it's probably not going to happen. I mean, I look at it this but my, way. My CRM, my CRM does it for me automatically, Matt. Well, I look at it this too. It's like, listen, our job is to pay attention to these people and take care of them. 
Their job is not to pay attention to us. So don't take it personally if somebody doesn't call you back either. Oh, write that down. Wait, Matt, can you say that again? Absolutely. That, that needs to be... We're going to quote Matt on this one. <laughs> our job is to pay attention and take care of these people in our database. Their job is not to take care of us. I want to make you say it one more time, but I won't do it. Keep going. That was so good. <laughs> so when we leave a voicemail, they're like, man, you know, I called Garrett and he didn't call me back. It's like, Garrett's got a busy life. He's probably doing some other stuff. He's got he's got a whole other job. Like we get to use our job time to call Garrett. Sometimes he's busy and he won't call back. But you know what? I find a lot of times on that third or fourth call, you guys and Garrett's like, oh man, you know, thank you so much for calling me all these times, by the way. I've been meaning to call you back. I appreciate you asking questions about my family. It's just been crazy over here. But hey, how are you? That's what typically happens by the time you you do get connected with somebody. And sometimes I do get the third message and because it, it's not business. It's nothing that's urgent. It's nothing that's like needing to have the conversation right now, but it's not like I'm going... Damn it. If Matt calls and asks me about my family one more time, like I'm going to lose my mind. Like that's never there. It's more of a, I really need to give him a call back. Like I just need to connect with them. Like I'm in, and it's never an ill feeling of like, I can't believe it's taking this long for me to call you back. Yeah. It's usually a very, very, very good phone call. Always is a good phone call. Not usually, it always is. Yeah. So it is. And so, you know, I, I guess this is a a way of saying like don't substitute texts for calls. I think there's a place for text messages. I think it's a great opportunity to fill in the gaps of our flow with people, right? I'm not ready to be done with this. You sound like you're wrapping this up. I'm not ready no, to be done with this. I'm not okay. Just, good. I, no, 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 no. No, I'm not done. I'm not done. There's more. But wait. Okay. There's more. The other thing we need to understand, and Matt, I'm sorry to cut you off, but the other thing that I need is to make a point. I'm a ray of sunshine today. Remember that? <laughs> I'm just a wet bag of concrete that's getting <laughs> solidified by this ray of sunshine as I sit out there on the driveway. Just <laughs> So the other piece we need to remember is, is that text messages, words alone, on their own, lead for so much miscommunication. Oh, gosh. And when we look at just the written word, emails, text that could send people's way, I'm notorious for writing texts that people will like, more so if they get my wife will be like, are you, are you mad at that person? I'm like, no, I'm not mad. I'm just trying to get the point across. I'm moving quick. I got things I need to say real fast, moving along. And they're like, it seems like you're mad. And it's just the written word. They can't see the inflection. They can't hear the humor unless I put a little smiley face at the end of it and an emoji to be like, ha, 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 see, I'm laughing. This is supposed to be funny. And then like, oh, I get it. It was a joke. Like there's all these elements that you need to put into it to bring the emotion in where when you just are on the phone with somebody, you get to bring that emotion. They get to hear your tonality. They still can't see your body language. And this is why when we look at the spectrum, Matt, do we move up? Like, what is it? It's like 90% of communication is through body language. Mm -hmm. It's like some crazy amount that is your body. Yeah. It's like 7% is your words, 30 something is your tonality and the rest is body language. That's it. That's what it is. I was lumping tonality and body language together uh, to get away from just the written word. Yeah. Which comes up to 93, which is look at that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so that I think we need to understand is that in our forms of communication, 80% of all just written word are open to misinterpretation or misunderstanding. So again, it's a crappy way of communicating with people, especially when you're trying to build a relationship with somebody. 
You have all these other tools in your tool belt on this crazy spectrum that you get to work with where it's like, can I hear their voice and let them hear my voice? Can we set up a way that I can be, have, be successful with that? And how can we lead that to sitting down over a cup of coffee with somebody mm -hmm. so I can see their body language? I can see them leaning in, excited to be there, laugh with me, have fun with me, build that energy. Like That's a much larger form of communication. And we just need to own what this is. You don't want to yield to it, though. You don't want to just say, no, I've not been good at that in the past, so I'm not doing that. I'm just going to text moving forward. That's a shame. It is. Well, and I think relating it to your dating example, I mean, imagine trying to build a really high quality relationship with someone where all you have is text. Now, if you are a incredible writer, maybe that'll work for you. But then you're probably not a realtor. <laughs> you're probably writing books or something, right? But if you yield just a text, it's going to be a problem. And so this is where I wanted to go to, Garrett, is like, don't replace the the phone with text, but you can use this together, right? And I look at this as, oh man, well, if I do have my top 30 people or my, my raving fans, top 30, 50, whatever it is, um, what I meant to say is these people that I talk to every 30 days, and I like, I want to like have some additional touch points. This is where the text can come in and play a really great role because now you can have additional soft touch points in between our live interviews and other things that we do that can help kind of boost that relationship. I don't think you can build a relationship necessarily from scratch via text, but using text to even just set up um, an in-person thing. You know, hey, you know, let's grab coffee. Cool. You can use a text to do that because now that's going to lead to the face-to-face. -face. You can use text also to gather a little bit of information, which leads to a phone call. I think that's where we miss the opportunity with, with text is we look at it as an either or versus a supplement, kind of like in nutrition, right? People are like, oh man, I don't need to eat vegetables because I take the supplement. It's like, no, 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 no. That's supposed to supplement and add on to what you do, not replace eating the food, right? And so- I don't need to work out. <laughs> I don't need to work out. I take these supplements. It's all good. It's like, no, 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 no. This is not a replacement. This is an, this is an in addition to, and I think this is where people get confused, Garrett, because they come out of an installation or whatever, and they think, oh gosh, I can only use the phone. And nowhere in the installation, by the way, does it say you can only use the phone. Yep. But then they start saying, well, I'm just going to text my Ford conversations. And that's where people get... And then they're like, why am I getting any business? I'm having all these Ford conversations via text. It's like, yeah. And when's the last time that person sent a referral? And I don't want to hear from the back where like, I got one person who all... Like, all we do is... It's like, yes, there's always exceptions. Okay. I was just going to say, there are people out there like pounding on their steering wheel right now going like, I have like amazing text messages that I get business from it. And and I get it. Yeah, I get it. And it usually is because you have well-established relationships with those people already. They are not new relationships. You will you will never just find a new person and build a quality relationship with them up front via text. I have amazing relationships with people, and we banter all week long through text. But it is built off of an incredible relationship. Of and actually, what I have found is my best relationships weren't even built over the phone. They were built over face-to-face. -face. And after a really quality, long-term face-to-face relationship was built, because I don't just sit around and talk on the phone with my best friends and just catch up like, hey, how's it going? <laughs> we go into dinner. We go have drinks. We go get together in town. We go see comedy shows together. We go do stuff together is where those really solid relationships are. And then, yeah, throughout the week, we send a ton of text messages, but that's not where the meat of the relationship is built. So 
For those of you that are ranting out there and throwing their arms around, I know I can see you in your car. I can yeah. see you looking in the mirror right now, curling your hair. Rubble, rubble. Going, waving the curling iron at the mirror, going, it doesn't understand. I get it. But there, it's built off a solid relationship, and that's when you can get away with more text. And Matt, going back to your text, for example, I have found with my text messages that I send, pictures actually open up much bigger conversations than just a little like, hey, just want to check in and see how you're doing or how's life or thinking about you right now. I do much better if I have a picture that resonates with them that makes me go, hey, just came across this the other day, like, just was doing this right now, thinking about you, man. How are your projects at your house going? Yes. That's a good point. Like, is, you're using this digital medium. If you can add visual more to it, like that's that's the advantage of of using text versus just, hey, just thinking about you. I would even just say if you if you're gonna send a message like that, write it in a handwritten note. It's gonna have way better staying power than if you write it in a text message, particularly if it's somebody you don't talk to often. I think it's just because it's easy to lose text messages. I have that. that happens to me all the time. I mean, thank goodness now we can mark text messages unread. Can you do that on a Samsung yet, Garrett? Mark a text message as unread? I can pin them. Oh, you can pin them. Okay. I can pin them to the top. But you can't mark as unread yet. Well, Apple has created this genius thing. It has. You have to deal with all the other stuff, though, that comes with that. And it's like, <laughs> it's not worth it. <laughs> but I lose text messages all the time. Somebody texts me and I'm just like, oh, cool. I should probably get back to that person because... And you have a what? An Apple iPhone. Okay, just checking. Okay, good. Well, but now I don't because I can mark them as unread. But some people don't do that, right? Because... A phone call is something where you're like, hey, I want to be in a good place to take this and be, you know, be present. Whereas like a text message is something you look at when you're in that boring work meeting, right? And you're like, oh, let me see who's texting me. And you're like, oh, cool. Maybe I'll text Garrett back later. And then they don't. And then it's just gone. Right. And so I think you have a bigger opportunity of losing communication through just throwing a text out there versus lobbing a call in there. So I know we kind of went round to some different paths here on this, Garrett, but hopefully it's all becoming clear on like, the difference between text and phone calls, and maybe that clears up some questions for people on how to use these things. So what happens when a ray of sunshine is dealing with a bag of wet cement? Oh, gosh. Well, hopefully this congestion clears up by Friday and we'll get a much better episode in then. (laughs) (laughs) I thought this one was good, and I appreciate everybody for tuning in and listening to us talk about the phone calls versus text messages. And look for those opportunities in your system to use both to their fullest power, but do not do not substitute the phone call with a text message. I don't think it's going to yield you the same results whatsoever. So join us in our Facebook community. We can continue this conversation about text versus phone calls there. We post our episodes in there and you can just drop all in the comments. I know this would probably be a good one for y'all to go back and forth on. So head over to Facebook and look for the Ninja Selling Podcast if you're not already in, not already in our community. Do answer the questions so that we can let you in because if you don't answer the questions, we do not let you in because we don't know if you're a bot or if you really want to be in the group. We also want to make sure you're not coming in to like spam people with a bunch of stuff. And I do want to make one suggestion. When you join the group, we appreciate everybody sharing posts about where they listen, who they are, and how they found Ninja. The one thing that we try to discourage are the posts that say, hey, it's Matt. I'm in Charleston, South Carolina, ready for your referrals, right? Those are ones that we'll remove because if you have 12,000 people making that post, 
it's going to get pretty clogged up. So it ruins what the entire group is supposed to be. It is not a place for that. I love the welcome, though. I love the hello, like, so excited to be part of this group. Yeah. How'd you find Ninja? What what did you see in value? Share some value. Ask a question. And basically, post anything you want except for send me referrals. <laughs> I would love your business. <laughs> because somebody's going to post a question. People post questions in there all the time. Is there a good ninja in Redding, California? Is there a good ninja in Charleston, South Carolina? And boom, you'll get connected with plenty of people or just pay attention and you can respond. If you're like, hey, that's me. I'm the one in Charleston. Yeah, let's connect. Or better yet, just pick up the phone and call that person who made that post is probably going to be the best way to do it. Or you could text. <laughs> I probably wouldn't text. I'd call. Definitely call. <laughs> hey, guys, if you want to learn more about Ninja, as always, head over to ninjaselling.com. We appreciate you a whole lot. Thank you, Ray of Sunshine, for bringing the light today. I appreciate that. You're more than welcome, you wet bag of cement. <laughs> <laughs> oh, have a great day, everybody. We'll see you in the next one. Bye, everyone. If you enjoyed today's episode and would like more, visit us at the ninjasellingpodcast.com. There you will also find links for more information about ninja selling and coaching. Have an incredible day.